Hello, I'm Larry Stevenson. Welcome to Let Your Dreams Work, the weekly call where we share how individuals and organizations can harness their dreams to be more, see more, do more, have more, and give more. Dreams are all about your vision. So we've chosen this audio format so you can see your dreams taking place in your own mind as we talk, instead of imposing our vision of how your dreams should look. Tune in, listen with intent, and see yourself living your dreams, and relax into a state where your mind can freely create. This week marks the 52nd episode of Let Your Dreams Work. It's been a year since we've been talking about how to let your dreams work to be more, see more, do more, have more, and to give more. I'd like to take this time to review some of the things that happened, some of the strategies, and outline what to expect as we start season two as the 2022-2023 season. This year, I started by introducing you to the model. Our model states, as you've heard, that we use the goals, the word goals, as an acronym for the model. So G stands for generate possibilities. O, optimize connections. A, act consistently. L, label limitations. And S, synergize purposefully. When you put all those together, your dreams will work. And that's the secret to this, is making it work in a systematic approach that allows you to first generate all kinds of possibilities, focusing on possibilities of what you want to be, what you want to see, what you want to do, what you want to have, and what you want to give, generating possibilities. Then selecting specific ones, dreams that you're going to work for. You're going to work on a specific dream and move to optimize connections. And we talked about optimizing connections in one of our couple of our episodes. So you can go to those episodes and look at the strategy for optimizing connections, who it is you're optimizing, whether they're people you know, people online, people you don't know, people who have achieved your goal, people who have expertise you need, all of those. Listen to those episodes again. Acting consistently was something we spent a lot of time on. We talked about a specific strategy to act consistently in small things, working to increasingly greater things. Labeling limitations, labeling the desired limitation or scope, and the undesired limitations as either real or windmills, false limitations appearing real. All of those were covered in several episodes of the podcast. You can go back and re-listen to those if you want to reinvigorate, recommit, and understand those uh, concepts. We also had specific episodes that would talk about different possibilities. We talked about uh, what you could do for the summer to let your dreams work. We talked about travel and cruising and places to go see. We talked about getting better jobs, getting money for school through scholarships. We talked about uh, six episodes on letting your dreams work for your business, not personal, but business dreams to be able to increase revenues and productivity and efficiency and effectiveness. 
we brought in a lot of guests and and I specifically chose guests who were not people that are well known or famous. They are not people that you would look at and say, oh, it was easy for you because dot, dot, dot. I chose guests that were common, ordinary people who were doing amazing things with their dreams. That was the purpose of those guests. And I would talk to people about a multitude of dreams that they were doing. I talked to them about dreams of being. I talk about had people who did a lot of travel and shared their keys and connections on travel and how they acted to travel and do a lot of travel. I had guests who talked about a lot of different things. You're going to see that change in this next season. We also spent time laying groundwork for different parts of limitations. We talked about real limitations. We talked about windmills and specific windmills to look at and specific windmills to be aware of. We talked about multiple episodes on your mastermind group, the importance of either joining a mastermind group or creating your own mastermind group. We had an episode that went through the concept of who would you invite to your mastermind group? How would you approach them with an invitation to join? We spent a lot of time on how you conduct those meetings. All of those in this first season were to lay the groundwork for you to build on to let your dreams work. We had a lot of fun. And I hope you enjoyed it. I, I appreciate those who, of you who have listened throughout the year. And now as season, as episode 52 will be in the can, we are going to close out season one of Let Your Dreams Work. And we're going to make some changes for season two. One of the changes are I hope to have more interviews and less with just me sharing the ideas. I will still take maybe one a month where I will be the sole contributor to the podcast, but I'm going to do more podcasts with interviews. I'm changing who I'm going to look for for the interviews. These are still going to be people who are ordinary people just like you and me. I'm not going for the multi-million dollar rock star. I'm going to go with people who are solid, regular people like us. But I'm going to start focusing on specific expertise they bring as a connection to let your dreams work. I began doing this with the last few interviews in season one. For example, in season one, right at the end, I had Darren Johansson, who is a family counselor. And he talked about being better in dating relationships, because his expertise as a relationship counselor was key to helping you understand. He became a connection, sharing ideas of what you can do to act consistently to improve. I had um, Chris Barney on, and Chris is an expert in leadership, and she shared keys, the seven traits of successful, inspiring leaders she talked about her peer process, which is productivity, intentionality, effective, and resilient. She shared specifically about leadership. I had Brian Walden Pope, who shared about specific traits of being 
a business strategist and creating strategy for business. I will bring in more guests in season two who have expertise on everything from being promotable at work, being better parent, being a better uh, parent of an adult, being a better uh, character traits of confidence, of uh, anger management, things like that. Uh, I'm going to bring in people who are experts at seeing things. These are people who travel a lot and are going to share connections that they use to be able to see and do uh, different things. I'm going to bring in uh, experts on education for those who, of you who want to do more learning. I'm going to bring in people who are experts on giving, who are with non-government organizations, charitable organizations around the world who can share different ways that you can give to others. I'll bring in experts on purchasing and sales and buying who can talk to you about sales cycles and how to have more. I'm going to have uh, people talking about how to own property that you want to put in an Airbnb. I'm going to have an expert on buying property that you can rent and an expert on flipping. And, and so we're going to bring in all these different experts to help you with your dreams to be more, to see more, to do more, to have more, and to give more. I hope these interviews are going to be something that you will enjoy and listen to. I know that they will contain information that will help you act consistently to let your dreams work. I'm also going to be making a slight graphic change. Um, in the first season, I used the same graphic every week for my podcast. And it got a little bit, I mean, yes, it established the brand, black and white, let your dreams work with Larry Stevenson, but it also made all the podcasts look the same. I'm going to change that. And in this season two, every graphic, every podcast will have a branded look, but there will be differences so that you can tell the difference between each episode. It may have a picture of the person being interviewed. It may be, have a picture of what we're going to be discussing, but we will use a different graphic for each podcast in 2022. In season two, we're not going to do it live anymore. It's not going to be at noon when people could log in because quite honestly, in 52 episodes, nobody ever logged in at 12 o'clock. So we're going to change it and have it release earlier in the morning or late at night so that you can have it when you're doing your morning exercise. If you want to listen to it on your commute, we're going to make it so that it's available earlier in the day or late, late at night so that you can get it first thing in the morning. These are just some of the changes that will happen in season two. Having said that, let me share that certain things will not change. This model has been discovered with working with thousands of people to let their dreams work. The model of generating possibilities, optimizing connections, acting consistently, labeling the limitations and synergizing purposefully has been proven in thousands of individual situations to work both for personal growth and for business growth. That will not change. We will still focus on people being more, do more, see more, have more, and give more. That will not change. Our goal will not change. We're still giving this away free 
because it's not about the money for me. This is my dream to give more, to share with people the expertise that I discovered through thousands of trial and error, working with people to let their dreams work, to help more and more people be able to see the possibilities, to see and overcome the limitations that hold them back, to not be overwhelmed, but to act consistently just four or five things a month to move their dreams forward. This is my gift. And that's why I'm not monetizing it. You don't see a lot of ads with it because it will continue to be my giving more to the people who are out there. I may know you personally. I may not know you. But I do know that this message can improve your life. And that's what my dream is, that all people of whatever background, whatever culture, whatever experiences can let their dreams work to find the joy personally, professionally, in relationships. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm going to end this episode with the story I used at the beginning of season one. It's the story of my 11-year-old son, who's no longer 11. He turns 44 years old this year. But it's an experience that happened when he was 11 years old. And, and you've heard it before, but I want to share it again with an update. I had wanted to create a bonding experience with this 11-year-old. And so on a December evening, it was just before school started after the winter break, he and I went out and we went to an orientation for a service organization he was going to join. We went and did some service that that organization would do so he could see what it would be like. And we went out for hot fudge Sundays. And the evening bombed horribly. He was quiet. He was withdrawn. The bonding didn't happen the way I'd hoped. And then as the garage door was coming down in the, in the garage and the engine was pinging, he said to me, Dad, in that tone of voice that I knew, the bonding was now going to take place. And this 11-year-old said, Dad, why is it that when you're little, you can do anything you want. And then you have to start going to school at age five. And you go to school from five until you're 18, and then you go to college. And when you get out of college, you have to get a job, and you have to work till you're 65. And dad, why is it that when you get to do whatever you want, you're either too young to appreciate it or too old to do anything about it? And I remember three things hit my mind immediately. First, what an amazing insight for an 11-year-old. Second, what a dismal outlook on life. And third, I don't believe it. Because in that moment, scenes from my life went through my head. 
And I saw youth leaders in service organizations who took me under their wing and mentored me and found me jobs. I saw my father helping me get a job in a law firm because I wanted to be a lawyer. I saw different things that had happened in my life. And I said to him, son, I don't believe that. Let me tell you, if I could do anything in this world, what I would do. I love learning about people. I love learning about their goals and their desires and their dreams. I love finding out and helping them achieve those dreams. I love seeing how things are made and organizations are run. I love administration and, and I just love learning things. There's a bit of a ham in me. I like performing. I love travel. I love creating things. Now, son, let me tell you what I get paid to do. I get paid to help people develop satisfying full careers. I get paid to visit different businesses and organizations. I've seen the SR-71 before the government even admitted it existed. I've seen them build airplanes. I've seen banking institutions in, in many countries. I've, I, I get to get up at least two or three times a week and perform in front of an audience. And I get paid for it. I've, I've written and produced a series of workbooks and videotapes that have sold hundreds of thousands of copies in 17 languages. And I've been paid to go to 47 of the 50 states and 22 foreign countries. I'm getting paid to do the things that I love. Son, you can do anything you want in this world if you're willing to pay the price. And with that, I realized I'd talked too much and the moment had passed and we went inside. Two weeks later, that son came to me and he said, Dad, I've decided that I know what I want to do. I want to be an animator for Disney Studios. He's 11 years old. And I said, great son. See, he's generated his possibility. I said, great son. Who do you know that can help you do that? And he said, Baki, that was his term for his grandfather. Baki can help me because he's an illustrator. He knows how to draw. Optimizing connections. I said, good. So the next time he's here, you can talk to him. Well, we had a party a couple of weeks later and I looked in the corner and there was that son and my dad and dad had his pad out. He, he always walked around until he had an iPad with a big pad of paper. And he's drawing like crazy and their heads are together and they're just looking and, and I can tell they're having fun. He acted on it by asking someone who had already achieved his dream. A couple of days later, we're at the table and he says, Dad, would you use, and I'm going to get it wrong, would you use your metacarpuscles and your digitals to pass me the salt? And I said, what? He said, your, your metacarpuscles, and he showed me his wrist, and your digitals, and he showed me his fingers. I said, where did you learn that? He said, Baki said in order to animate, I needed to learn how to draw the body from the inside out. And so he drew for me all the bones in the body and told me to memorize them and learn them. So that's what I'm doing. And that's acting consistently. This son 
didn't work in fast food in high school. He was just drawing illustrations that he sold to a t-shirt company that was owned by the aunt of one of his best friends. That's optimizing a connection. He found a connection and he was doing a cartoon for the monthly publication of the local chamber of commerce. That's what he did. He acted consistently. I don't need to tell you the rest of the story, but I will. Since then, he was an animator for Disney Studios for six years. Now, he decided not to go in feature film. He has specialized in gaming illustrations, which wasn't even a thing when he started. And if you don't think so, go back and look at the original Pong and the original uh, Asteroids game, and you'll see there wasn't a whole lot of animation going on. But he went into gaming animation, and since then he has worked for Disney Studios. He worked for EA, which is one of the largest gaming companies in the world, and he is currently working with a company that contracts to do games for Warner Brothers, which opens the door to him working with the Harry Potter franchise, all of the Bugs Bunny characters, and the DC characters. And he has enjoyed being an animator. Now he's setting dreams, possibly, to move into directing and producing. This system works. I still believe that you can do anything in this world if you're willing to pay the price. And there is nothing wrong with deciding that the price is too great to be worth the return on investment to pursue that dream. It's okay to label your limitations. This price is more than I want to pay for the return. But it's also okay to synergize with others to be able to move forward on what seems like the impossible dream. Thank you for listening to this episode and to the episodes you've listened to throughout the year. This concludes season one of Let Your Dreams Work. I'm Larry Stevenson. And what are you going to do this week to let your dreams work?